harmonize it. Oh. Ready? I'll harmonize. You Thank just... you. Thank you. I was like, oh. <laughs> Lena's, Lena's a wonderful singer, but... <laughs> Not a skilled harmonizer. Kind of I don't even know if I can do it. I don't think I should even try at this point. No, now we have to. Ready? Okay. Ooh. No. <laughs> no. Honestly, neither of us sing that much. We sing for each other and our friends. Yeah, we used to. We used to sing. We used to be little singers. You more. Yeah. Because no, you, you did more. like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But Chase was Angel in, in Rent. Rent, and yes. he was what else? Well, Hot Mikado okay, Ensemble. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to forget that one. <laughs> yeah, cut that out. So triggered. That was bad. That no. was. I mean, bad, but bad. not bad to talk about. Oh my God, it's not our fault. No, no, I know. But that was a bad show. Bad, bad. It was a bad show. It was a bad show for, um, to be selected for our student body. It was just like bad all around, but arguably so was rent. So moving on. Good point. Okay. Um, how Hi. are you? <laughs> how are you? Um, I'm good. Good. You know? Yeah, I'm good. Great. I love that. I had work today. How did that go? Oh, were you working in the office fine. today? No, from home. Great. Nice. I work half at home, half in the office. Half and half. Oh, I want frozen yogurt. Go ahead. You want frozen yogurt? Yeah, half and half froyo. Oh, half, half of... Half. Oh, oh, oh. I always get like... I don't ever you go You get like that. fruity tart shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like Blake. No, I put everything in. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're that, that um, froyo trope. A little bit of everyone. Trope. I mean, everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I am. How are you? I'm good. I am good. It's been a very up and down existence, I think. <laughs> I think we're just like, honestly, I just feel like we're all about to crash land into like the new year. Like, I'm just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just feel like we're, I'm just saying, I think everyone should start taking holiday now and not come back to anything until January until, 1. Yeah. Or later. I just feel like, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's so wild that as like a society, we have, um, Gone from doing like literally nothing to like everything, and we don't expect ourselves to like as like a whole, not on an individual level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't understand how, like on a whole we haven't like ne- not necessarily slowed down every day, which I think we should be, but at the same time, like I don't know. I no, just feel yeah, like it's the crazy. Burnout it's like culture came back ev- better and stronger than ever. More, where yeah. I would have thought that it would be the opposite. Well, I think people were hoping. I, I was saying that. Like, and I heard people saying like, I hope I I don't want to come back like as busy as before. And yet what the fuck? And And the worst part is is we're out of shape from, we we don't remember how to do everything. (laughs) We were so good at it doing it before 2020. And then we forgot how to do it in 2020 to 2021. And now we're back to doing it all over again. Yeah. It is weird. I I know. know. Yeah. Being in the office is interesting because I worked from home. I was very lucky working from home during this whole. Yeah pandemic so far and yeah going back to the office is weird but I, I like it actually I think I'm like yeah it's, it's nice to have like, a separation yeah and like because you get to go like a little bit it's kind yeah, of it's not fun. fun it's like different yeah, 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 it's yeah, all totally. different like mm-hmm. every day is different which mm-hmm. I love but I agree Chase and I always talk about how um like we're just living life we're just doing day by day and then we die like, yeah, <laughs> like this is never ending um, it's just like you get up <laughs> you do your thing you go to sleep you get up again yeah which there for years, is some for freedom decades. in that. There is like some like, I would say inspiration in that in the sense of like, listen, if that's all I'm doing and like every day is essentially kind of the same thing, then why not like experiment in small ways to make it a good one? I'm not saying make it a good day out there. I'm just saying maybe we could and do try different to make things. it a good day out there. Break from our 
capitalist chains. Yeah. And yeah, it's just so crazy how capitalism has literally like formed, formed, honestly, diseases like depression. Anyways, I don't know why this is so like, (laughs) but I'm just saying like that and like, anyway. Yeah. Well, what are we drinking? (laughs) 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 To cope. (laughs) Um, I'm drinking a Modelo. Love it. What are you I have a white claw, raspberry. <laughs> oh, raspberries and cream. Um, I love that. Yeah, it's 4.30, so we yeah. are at the end of our workday, and we're just vibing, talking about ghosts. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Me Should too. We Should it? we get into it? Wait. What? I have a story. Okay. But I, I'm like, I am hesitant <laughs> to tell it because, no, it's fine. Okay. There was this proposal. I saw a proposal, a public oh, proposal in a me. bar. Downtown, have you ever been to Snickers Bar? Mm. Downtown Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it on? Is it on a corner? Is it and is it green? Uh, is it it's like on a corner. Vibe? Yeah, it's well, like no, yeah, like it's by Lower Greek. Wacker. Um, Not lower, but like uh, I have no idea. It's downtown. Mm-hmm. It's kind of near. It's like it's like ten minutes from Navy Pier. Is it Pier. by the Virgin Hotel? I have no idea. Did you go there once as a cast party? Not a cast party. No, I had never. Been, never been there. I okay, don't think. great. That I should have led with that question. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> have you been there before? <laughs> would have been a perfect follow up, and I would have gotten the information I needed. So I have no idea. No, I loved the interrogation. <laughs> um. Anyway, so you there was the midnight. You know, was everyone's propo- there. Proposal. I almost asked if it was a proposal or an engagement, but then I realized. Geez. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um. So yeah, this guy proposed to his girlfriend, and um, she said yes, and it was good. But then this guy started like. Ha- like drunk man that was watching started like hassling, like hackling, heck, heckling, heck, heckling. You got it. <laughs> heckling the the them the dude. He was like he was like oh like you're gonna do like what did he say? He, he was said like, you're gonna like oh dude like, like, you're gonna do that here proposing. like yeah <gasps> like stuff like that and like kept no. going yeah it was bad but it was cute like it seemed cute I guess like. <laughs> I mean, not him, but I mean, I guess for them, but it was like sad, but also I was like Snickers bar better, but I like better have been a part of their um, (laughs) history as a couple because like otherwise, yeah. Why are you proposing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to get proposed to it. It's like her first time there. Yeah. Oh my God. He's like, yeah, let me show you this cool place. (laughs) Anyway. So that was Um, kind of a fun thing. I have never seen a proposal in real life. Oh my God. That's so exciting. That's really exciting. It's a weird one to start out with, but I, I wish you many more happy proposal witnessing. Thank you. Yeah, everyone was just like drunk. Congratulations. I can't believe them. he's like, you're going to do that here at yeah, Snickers yeah. Bar? Yeah, I was like, man, like surprised she said yes. Like, holy, wait, I wait, mean, he wait, may wait, not was have, it just one comment or maybe was he, he like just said I'm surprised. Doing that? No, like a couple, but then he was done. <laughs> but enough to be like, wait, what? Yeah, we More were right one? next to him. I think maybe it was just one long. <laughs> Heckle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. I'm stop yeah. That is a, uh, a good story, though. I know. Agreed. Thank you. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you know. I know. Thank you. Okay, let's talk about theater. Yeah, um, please. <laughs> This this episode, um, prepped by script keeper Mercedes, uh, always a, always a pleasure. Thank you, Mercedes. Uh, we are talking about the Savannah Theater, located in you guessed it, Savannah, Georgia. Lena, have you even been to Georgia? No, have you? Me neither. No, Do you know I, I've been wanting to go to Savannah though. Have you heard of the Savannah Theater? No. Me neither. Let's. Are you ready to learn? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
opened December 4th, 1818. Kind of a fun year. Yeah. In, I guess. <laughs> um, in Savannah, Georgia. And the original... Oh, okay. And the original structure of the Savannah Theater... <clears throat> sorry. Let what? me start all okay. over. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Just kidding. Go. Opened December 4th, 1818. Long time ago. Great. It opened, obviously, in Savannah, Georgia, and the original structure of the Savannah Theater was designed by architect William J. That's a two-first names moment. Um, the theater changed hands, hands a bunch, but by 1838, the theater was organized and incorporated. Only took them 20, 20 years. It's a long time. Theater yeah. is a long game, y'all. It take, it's, it's a long game. Long con. <laughs> long con? <laughs> Um, The Savannah Theater has undergone some pretty bad luck starting in August of 1898 when a hurricane hit the area and tore sections of the roof off, leading to the building flooding. Jesus wept. It's Uh, not like they just got like wreckage from like a tornado, but then on top of that, just filled with water. Floods, yeah. It's a lot. Um, It was revenue. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Please continue. I was just going to say it was renovated, but that it didn't last long because in 1906... This is quick math, quick math, quick math. Um, eight years later, mm-hmm. a fire destroyed <gasps> parts of the theater. No, and then that's like not it for the Savannah theater. What? It's like a bad luck theater. Oh, literally yes. And then listen, that it's not. It's not the end of their bad luck. You know why? Uh, about forty years later, in 1948, another fire burned down parts of the Savannah Theater. So it was completely remodeled after that to have a more Art Deco style. Um, and then it was changed again in 1950 to be a movie theater. So listen. Oh, but that whole time it was a, 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 a theater? theater? Like a theater That's theater. That's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive, but also like, damn. Damn. <laughs> yeah, whoa. Like imagine like, like having a theater, having a hit get hit by a hurricane and then flooded and then a fire burns it down. And you're like, oh my God, finally the last possible thing that could happen <laughs> in my theater. The last elemental destruction to happen in my theater is done. And then it's another fire. Yeah. And then the talking pictures. And then the fucking silver Come. screen comes <laughs> and takes your game. I oh. wonder if it was the same owner. This like through a lot of that because mm. what a nightmare. Yeah. Oh my but, god. Well, listen. It started in the first disaster was nineteen eighteen ninety eight. Yeah, it could have been, and then yeah, through the nineteen oh six. Yeah, pro- probably was the only one that's like a little dodgy is nineteen forty eight. But you never know. Maybe they no. had a little Alexa. Maybe it was in the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my granddad had this theater. <laughs> if he could, if he could do it, so could I. Um, that's, 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 oh, how, that's how they talked in Savannah back then. Um, <laughs> like right, a ready? slight transatlantic <laughs> yeah, British. I don't, I don't know what that was. Okay. Are you ready to move on or yeah. you, do you have anything else to add? I, I just wonder what kind of theater they did. Just like regular. I would assume a lot of, of the century. Ba- yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, every theater mm, we do that. on the show is like, Bodville. Yeah. Welcome to the, <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. Welcome to the. The fly, the flying, the, the fly, flying the flies, sisters, the flies, the fly sisters, yeah, the sister, the s- yes, the sister flies. No, they were an acrobatic troupe that we covered last season. Yes. And did they, they die? Yeah. Okay. Well, because well, What's with the story peace and again? love, their their whole shtick was they were like walking on the ceiling. Oh, and then something happened, right? And yeah, one of them I think, died. I think yeah. their magnets gave out. Okay, but cool. Kind of a way to go. <laughs> Well, in a cool act, no, like very cool act. Yeah. And we talked about this last season yeah. where it's like, why don't we do more of that? Obviously <sighs> safety. <but> yeah. Like, 
<laughs> but like, I would be cool no, to adapt to make it. it safe. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. like taking guns off, like live guns off of sets. Um, yep. That'd be a nice thing to adapt to. Um, okay, great. So some notable people who have performed at the Savannah Theater include Fanny Davenport, Julia Marlowe, Sarah Bernhardt, and Oscar Wilde. I know one of those. Me too. So say it on three. (laughs) One, two, three. Sarah Bernhardt. Oh, and Oscar Wilde. I was like, you don't know Oscar Wilde, but you know who that is? Sarah Bernhardt. She's the first. Sarah Bareilles. Okay. I know her. She wrote Waitress there. (laughs) Wait, so how do you know Sarah Bernhardt? 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 Bernhardt. Bernhardt. It's, um, she's, she was like the first woman to play. She was a Shakespearean actor. She first woman to play Hamlet. Oh my God, look at you. I'm, you know what? I'm going to take this soundbite and send it to Dr. Buck, yeah. our, theater, our theater history teacher, and she is going to cry. Yeah, she was a big deal. She was like the, like a, the first, well, I don't know about the first, but like a very big Prominent, free, female early. actress. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's badass. Cool. Well, look at, look at us. Love you, Sarah. Learning. Well, you're teaching, but I'm learning. <laughs> um, some notable people were those people, but... Edwin Booth has for sure performed here. And though there's not a record of it, it's super likely that John Wilkes Booth also performed here. <gasps> so we got some, we got some Booth boy energy. Booth boys. Booth boys represent. Uh, the theater remained operational and even started doing live shows again in 2002. It's a cool and massively historic theater that helps keep the art alive, the arts alive in the great American South. And here's some pictures of the Savannah then and now. Lena, oh. you can check out the laptop. Uh, and and uh, and listeners, you can check out our Instagram at Connected Theater Company on Gmail. On, uh, oh, on Instagram. I should <laughs> say on Gmail. Instagram on Gmail. Oh, cute. Cute. Okay. And great. it's nice. That I'm glad it's a theater, uh, like a movie theater. It's still, it's still like same, same, same realm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, great. So that's the history. And we are ready for <laughs> The Hauntings. The Hurntings. The, I was going to try. <laughs> I, you saw me try. Okay, great. So The Hurntings. Um, <laughs> so for starters, this theater has one of Mercedes's favorite things, and that is historic ghosts. Um, there are already reports from the theater's earliest days of it. Oh, the, there are currently reports from the theater's earliest days of it already being haunted. So even when the, mm. bu- the building was first constructed, like people were like, oh, this place is haunted. Yeah. Which I live. Like, Do you think that's the land then? I think it's the land or like whatever. I don't know if they like maybe built, I don't know if they've built it from the ground up or like they use sort of like true, true infrastructure true, true. of the, mm-hmm. of the building, if that's the word for it. Um, but I will say that there's, I don't know if anyone watches Buzzfeed unsolved paranormal. Are you watching the season Lena? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. You never, I mean, yeah, I, I, I dabble. You dabble. But anyway, they did an episode four days ago um, called, it was, it's about, it's about uh, this New York mansion. It's called, I think, Morris, Morris Jumel Mansion. Anyways, it was basically like, it belonged to like Britain's priests, pre. Priests? No. (laughs) It belonged to Britain's um, pre-American Revolution, right? Oh, okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. Brits had this mansion on a hill in New York. Yeah. Uh uh Great. Then the American Revolution happened. Then George Washington took it over <gasps> with mm-hmm. all of his troops. Oh. So it's like, and like, and like, even back then it was haunted. Mm. This is connected. I swear to God, I'm not mm-hmm. just rambling. No, no. It's connected like it. in the I sense like of it. like, from its earliest days, this place was haunted. Yeah, right. And right. that means and that continued. it is only going to exponentially grow. You know what I mean? It's yeah. going, uh, uh, ghosts beget ghosts, you know? 
True. I bet that's actually true. Absolutely. Because like you find a good you find a good hub with Friends some good energy chill. that helps you manifest, and you call your girls, call your ghouls, call okay. your ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing. So apparently in 1895, mm-hmm. so quite a long time ago, um, local police heard clap. I'm gonna cry. They heard clapping inside the theater super late when it was obviously empty. And I just have a thing with ghosts clapping. It's my least, one of my least favorite things that could ever happen to me. Why? Well, first of all, because of the conjuring. Oh, I've the conjuring. Seen it. No. Oh my God, they play, they play hide and go seek by clapping. <gasps> but one of them's a ghost. And then it's like these hands appear out of the closet. And then it's like a demon on top of the closet. Anyways, it's just really scary. Yes, but also clapping generally, like, it's just like, it's, 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 it feels, um, game gameplay and threatening mm. it just feels very like like it rude honestly <laughs> <laughs> well i think it's weird too because i think of ghosts as like um not physical tangible oh, and totally. so to clap is point. like you have to have like what do you call you know surfeit meat yeah. <laughs> you have to have meat <laughs> and so <laughs> Yeah. And so that's freaky too, because no, that a really is a powerful ghost. That's mama. There's a, she's, she's got a direct plug-in. Yeah. 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 Physical, physical direct realm. Plug-in, plug-in to ethernet, ethernet, internet going out across the country. The con- yeah. Not mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I wish mine. Internet should not be privately owned and the government should be. Anyway. Okay. So. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Apparently, so the local police, I swear, will keep telling ghost stories. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The police heard clapping inside the building when it was empty. um, And that was apparently a very common thing. And there's literally like you could find actual police logs from this time saying like, yeah, we kind of gave up um, on like, like investigating basically because it's just got to be a lot of ghosts. Did they go inside when the the clock? Yeah. Clapping? Oh. Yeah. What's that noise? Skateboarder. Oh, skateboarder. Oh, skateboarder. I should close the windows. Oh, it's fine. Okay. Int- yeah, we'll just have an atmospheric sort okay. of episode. Some white really... night noise. You know, my favorite thing to say is atmospheric. Atmosphere. Atmospheric. Oh, atmospheric. It's a good because word because there's a. It's a really good word, and it and it, and it says a lot. Um, and also, there's an interview of Davy Red- Ridley, David Rid- da- Daisy Ridley. I'm oh, uh-huh, so uh-huh, sorry, uh-huh. Daisy. Ridley. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daisy Ridley, and she's like, she's like, it's very atmospheric, and she's like talking about someone's voice, and she's like, mm. I love your voice. And he's Ooh, like, really? to describe she's a like, voice, it's very atmospheric. That's interesting. Yeah, sorry. I like that. You know, what my favorite word is my new favorite word. Oh yes, I do. No, it's new. Oh, it's okay. As of this week. No, as of today. You said a word today that I was blown away oh. by. Live. To the point where you had to Google it to make sure you used it right because yeah. that's how good the word was. Yeah. Live. Live. And you know what the... Do we have time to go into this? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Okay. I think um, they're all here. <laughs> please, those at home, on in the car, wherever the, you are, on the train, maybe not in the car, wait till you go home. Okay, drive safe. And let's... <laughs> drive safe out there. <laughs> um, There's hand-free systems, Lena. You can stream music in your car. No, I mean, but you can't... What I was going to say is... Google it. Yeah. Google oh. the word life. Unless you're at a stoplight. <laughs> Lena, stop. (laughs) Um, And it says, um, especially of a person's body, supple and graceful. This and this is the like sentence, the example sentence. She lay gazing up at his tall, lithe figure. I mean, what a homoerotic sentence to use. I mean, it's just such like a, it's such a, it's such a. And it's like bold. Adonis, Adonis, like. Quote to put on there. It's just such a. I know it's you know like, yeah for it's Google very, like who wrote that. Yeah, it's like just yeah. like, 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 <laughs> it's like a romance novel. Any other way. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, 
Great. What's your favorite word? Bailiwick. <laughs> Bailiwick. That's good, like, right? I feel like they used it, that word at the Savannah Theater in 18-something. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure a ghost was saying that. Oh, yeah. You probably turn on the spirit box, and it's like... That was a joke for all the paranormal investigators out there. Yeah. Holla. Keep it up. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Keep up Do you want to that... tell us what Bailey work, Bailiwick means? Oh, yeah. It's like um, someone's like thing that they do, like interest or like um, their Bailiwick. So like haunted theaters are a Bailiwick. And all of our lawyers. It's our Bailiwick. Bailiwick. Yes. Yeah. I think Bailiwick. that's how you use it. Uh, right. Write well, in we'll if I'm wrong. Next week. Yeah. Um, basically, another story from around the same time is that a group of female performers fled their dressing rooms without fully changing because they all collectively felt like they're being watched. Mm. Yikes. Could be a ghost. Could also be a... A man. A pervy peeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so now we have to get... Now we're getting to the curse of the Savannah Theater. Mwah. There's a theory that the second fire of the theater was caused by a curse and that the whole place is cursed. Basically, when they were renovating the theater, Fred Wise, the owner at the time, found a penny from 1818, a.k.a. the year it opened or was built, um, embedded in one of the walls. So one of the... There's a penny. There's in the wall. Okay. So he started carrying it with him all the time as a good luck charm. Only, apparently, he lost it when he was on a trip in New York in 1948, and boom, the second fire happened. <gasps> so the same year that the fire happened was when he lost the penny from 1818 when the theater was first built. Okay, so that happened one time, but then did, that, did something like that happen again? Or just like it, after that, like all the shit started happening? Is that what you're... It's well, no. I mean, it, the second fire... It was just a... Se- it was a second fire that oh. hit, which is the last, It just like, seems a little coincidental. It does seem a little coincidental, if but... it's one same, thing. It's not, that doesn't make a pattern. Could you argue that, like, that, like, there's a curse of the theater going out and it becoming a movie theater? Like, you, you removed this piece of the building, and then I, I, I removed the piece of the building, then I lost it, so now the building is giving itself to the silver screen. To, to Hollywood. To Tinseltown, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. no, I, I, I don't know. That was, I that just, was think, just me spinning No, I love yard. that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Let's stop. Are you ready to keep going? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so now, now there's a ghost named Betty. She's thought to be the ghost of an actress who used to frequent the Savannah Theater. Oh, okay. Betty? Um, basic, what? You said Betty? Betty. Okay. Isn't that a Taylor Swift song? Okay, basically, she loved the stage so much, she decided to stay there even after death. People have spotted her in the wings, sometimes in costume, ready to hit the boards. I love that. In costume? Cute. Yeah. And then there's a ghost named Ben. So we're getting a lot of B energy. Babs? Ben. Oh, my God. I wish there was was a ghost named Babs. (laughs) No, this is Ben. Ben Ben. is a rambunctious spirit of a boy who remains in the balcony of the theater. He is apparently a little boy who died in the theater near the spotlights on the balcony in the second fire in 1948. It was during a show? I guess. (gasps) Oh. That's awful. Do you think it was like the Chicago Blue Fire, Stone. or not Chicago Fire, but Girl, the theater? The, What's that called? The Nederlander. They changed it to the Nederlander. Oh. Yeah. That's the one that burned down, though? Yeah, that's the one by Death Alley, right by the good Oh, one. I thought it was a different theater. No. I thought it was what theater? It's a different one. No, it's that It's the one, one next to the Nederlander. No, you're right. Thank you're right. You. Never mind. I was, like, There's not <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, thing. never mind. Never mind. <laughs> That's a parking garage or something. Go back and listen to our series premiere, season one. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um. But yeah, because like that. Can you imagine? You're at a show. You brought. You just brought your son, little Ben. Ben. And um, Babs. Ben and Babs. <laughs> That's the mom's name. Yeah. <laughs> your Babs. Yeah. POV. Your Babs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then it's like you're watching, and there's some like like um. What's it called? Fire. no um on stage smoke no what the fuck is it what am i why am okay alarm sprinklers like effect no on stage what is that called an effect no okay i'm completely blanking in the word no come on let's work through this (laughs) like a thing that happens that like (laughs) a special effect okay sure I'm searching for something else. Okay, but that's fine. You'll find fine. it later. But we um, get to anyway, <laughs> so yeah, something happens and, and the, the whole freaking theater catches fire. So scary. I would literally, pro- well, never mind. It's, okay, it's way too dark, but it's, that's very scary. <laughs> any any fire, I guess, is scary, but that is yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, so apparently though, Ben is a little prankster, of course. and he likes to mess with the spotlight operators. Drew Jones, the house man. What a good name. Drew Jones. And you know how it's spelled? D-R-U. That's how you know he's iconic. Oh, my God. You don't like oh, it? Oh, you like that? <laughs> oh, you like that? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I do. Um, so Drew Jones is the house manager for the Savannah and said that when she was working the spotlight, Ben would tug the back of her skirt. No. No. And she would turn around to see that obviously no one was there. So she would just say, not now, I'm busy. And then he would leave her alone. Perfectly. <laughs> and then metal. Um, sorry. Mercedes says pretty metal shit. <laughs> <laughs> pretty metal for sure. Um, that she's like iconically just being like, not now, I'm yeah, busy. Like, and also very sweet that Ben was like, okay, I'll come yeah, tug your skirt later. Brought up, Babs brought him up, right? Bab, listen, Bab, Babs is, a, you know, if she's one thing, it's a good mother. She's a, <laughs> Babs is a good mother. Um, okay, and then we got the director. This is one of the last ghosts of the Savannah Theater. Um, apparently, the ghost of a former director still lurking, still lurks around the Savannah Theater. Some actors have heard him shouting at them from the audience, giving critiques. Mostly, he's the ghost all employees there know well because they interact him with him the most. So he's a bit, he's a big wig. Uh, Mercedes says that she didn't find anything about him being seen, um, just like a, a you mm. know a perfectly normal Im- uh, uh, bodiless voice, um, <laughs> disembodied voice who still has an opinion from the afterlife. So he just critiques everyone. Uh, Again, I think <laughs> we hit on this like last season and that type of ghost. We're like, um, that would be me too. Yeah, <laughs> I, people would like. I mean, they would. It would sound like those like two Muppets that critique theater from the from the yeah box. from the back and like uh, that's me, but <laughs> That'd be just us. no Muppet. Yeah, that's you and me. Just no Muppets. Just Muppet voices critiquing theater. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Disembodied Muppet voices. Yeah. I would love to do that. We've talked about this too before, but like, I would love to haunt a theater. Oh my God. It'd be It'd so be fun. Just always be. something happening. Always something happening. And you get, and you get some, you get some critique. Um, <laughs> I just think I've realized that like, I really like, I like, I like critiquing media and like mm. theater included. Like, I just like critiquing things. Yeah, like talking about it. And I like talking about it. I like dissecting it. And I used to actually want to like kind of write film reviews and stuff like that. Yeah. But I don't want to do that anymore because, because I, I just feel like critics have, uh, with peace and love to the critics that might be listening. I, I just feel like you suck. it's easy. No, 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 no. I just think that like just overall kidding. the, the profession has turned into like sort of like a gatekeepy thing, you know, like very gatekeepy mm, where yeah, it's yeah. like mm-hmm. the critic knows best and it's like, 
if I was writing critics about critic a critique about something, I would very much emphasize a million times that this is just my perspective yeah, and like, my opinion. Yeah, it's like fully just people's opinions. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and people base their really decisions up, on it. I remember growing up, and like Blake and I talked about this the other day, where it's like I remember growing up and being like, wait, like crit- critics like aren't like they're not like hyper qualified for an opinion necessarily. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I remember like, you know, you, I mean, I don't know. There came an age where I started like reading reviews for things mm-hmm. or, or like reviews after it. Like I saw it or before I saw it. And then I started to learn that like, Oh, they're just like regular people. That's just like their job. Yeah. They're not like, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not like Martin Scorsese is, is, is critiquing movies. Yeah. Right. And I feel like sometimes they have like big time ones probably have. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but for the most part, it's like it just. <laughs> but yeah, just it's, like it's a it is. It's, thing even if sometimes. they ha- were the most, even if it is like you know Martin Scorsese doing yeah, a thing, you know, it's like still point. his opinion. <sighs> there I am falling into that trap again. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I yeah, I never read movie reviews anymore. I read oh, yeah. I read theater reviews sometimes, but like if I was you know if I'm going yeah. to stuff and stuff, but um. I never read movie reviews because I just watch the trailer. I've found that I just like, don't always agree. Like I'll read something and then I watch the movie and I disagree with what I've read. And so then I'm like, okay, well then (laughs) I'm just, I I decide for myself now. Yes. I completely agree. Anyway. Anyways, Ballywick or whatever you said. Ballywick. Ballywick. (laughs) Ballywick. Um, so now the theater, um, does ghost tours, which is kind of cool. You don't find that super often in theaters, at least the yeah. ones that we've covered. So they now they do, do ghost tours more. and there's like a lot of people that go on these tours and they say things like, they say things like they felt a presence or saw a shadow and like those kinds of things mm-hmm. um, while that they're on the, while they're on the tour. So it's kind of interesting, kind of fun. Yeah. That would be cool. I would want to do that. Let's go to, I have been wanting to go to Savannah, Georgia. You know, Let's I go. don't think I've always spent any time in the South, except for Me like New Orleans. Well, yeah, we, I went to New or- yeah, we went to New Orleans together. Yeah. And yeah, that's the only place I've been. Hmm. I mean, I'm from Arizona, if you count that, but I don't count that as like the South. It's like Southwest, right. which is different to me. Yeah. Right? I agree. Like Texas agree. is like in between. Yeah. It's like Southwest and South. I don't know. Like t- Arizona is completely different than Georgia. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? No, <laughs> absolutely. Well, maybe we can go. Let's go. Um, I also want to go to New Orleans I want to go. Me too. I want to go to New Orleans. And I want to go um, um, Nashville. Yeah. Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Amazing. Um, apparently, it's like the new, the new hot spot for bachelorette parties, which is kind of... Really? Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. It's um, probably fun. It just kind of makes sense. Um, anyways. Oh, also really quickly about mm-hmm. reviews. Do you, do you know what a letterbox is? Mm-mm. Okay, so it's like a website, an app, mm-hmm. where like you basically, every, after like any movie you see, you basically review it. Like you talk about like what you liked about it. You just like talk about the movie. You just like write a little note about it. And you like store it in like your movie, your like library, your profile almost of oh. like you saw that movie and you like wrote down some thoughts you had about it. And, and what's so cool is like it's your way to track like every movie you've ever fucking seen. That's fun. Isn't that so fun? And I, and I, and I, and I was just so, for you. Yeah, but it's you follow like you can follow your friends. You can uh, follow your friends and like check other people's like letterboxes out. And so like there's like there's this really awesome TikToker um and Instagram per- he's on Instagram and TikTok and he like suggests really good movies. His name is Movie Boy Guy. 
absolutely love him. But basically, um, you check out his letterbox and and he just has like all these really great recommendations. It's really cool. Fun. It's I really love fun. that idea. And I, I thought might start you would. doing that's it. That's why that's why literally why I went went back to like review land. I know we moved on from yeah. critics, but like I have to tell you about this because it's cool. And then like the, when I first heard about it, I was obsessed with the idea, but I was like, oh my god, I'm so sad I haven't been doing this since 1995. Like so that I could yeah, actually right. check all every, every movie. Yeah. And then I was like, mm. I'm never gonna just stop start like randomly. Like, how do I decide? And you know what? I decided I decided. January 1st, my New Year's resolution in 2022 is to start and maintain a letterbox. Fun. Because that way I know when I look at my profile, it's every movie I've seen since 2022. True. But I want to do, okay, but I've seen a lot of fun movies that I want to do now. Okay, well, then you can do that. Totally. Totally. I just assume, like, I'm someone who watches the movie two or three times, so if I, like, love the movie and I want to view it, I'll just watch it again. Because I also want to have fresher thoughts on it, too, which is a whole other thing. Mm -hmm. I just saw The French Dispatch. Oh, my God. I want to see that so bad. It was good. Did you like it? Yeah. yeah, I did really like it. There are some things that I could talk. I don't want to say anything because I would give it away, but that I would discuss further. I look forward to reading your letterbox review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing. Okay, cool. So that is that is the hauntings of the Savannah Theater. And moving on to our bonus segment this week, Mercedes has dubbed it the Skeleton Seminar, which is very, very creative. Very fun. Very fun. Sorry, I was burping. We're both burping. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Skeleton Seminar. Um, oh, this is a really creative one. This is very fun. I've, I've heard this one because I, I was like a Phantom of the Opera stand back in the day. Mm. Still. Well, yeah, but like, I mean, like, you know, like, really I was like full a nerdy theater yeah. kid. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's a type. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, like a Phantom <laughs> of the Opera type of theater kid, if that makes sense. Mm, and that definitely. was me in high school. Yeah. For a good two years. Um, but the superstition is mirrors on stage. Do you know anything about those? No. Uh, no. Oh, my God. Okay. I, I don't think because, I mean, Phantom of the Opera has mirrors. I watched Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. And uh, the scene where he's, like, taking Christine down to his, like, underworld, mm-hmm. whatever. And he's mm-hmm. showing her around. And he, like, tried to rip the sheet. You know how there's sheets covering everything? Yes. And he tried to rip the sheet off of a mirror. And he, it didn't work. Like, the thing didn't, it, like, the whatever, like didn't work and you could tell it was a mistake yeah and he like kept trying to like grab it and it wasn't coming off the mirror and so then he kind of like fi- he figured it out and did a good job and so like stressful. moved it oh my God. but like i could tell you know what so i mean stressful. like that was yeah yeah i know on broadway too like, we love we love a broadway bloop like i just feel like that's broadway so blooper. yeah oh my god some stressful point? also phantom has been going for so long like how did that mechanism it was probably some mechanism that yeah okay well anyway three things one Remind me to put a pin in that, and then we'll get back to it at the end of this segment. Okay. And then two, did you see the Phantom of the Opera's reopening party? No. <laughs> when they reopened, they had this, like, crazy block party in front of the theater. It was, like, it was iconic. And Andrew Lloyd Webber, who's, like, 90-something, was DJing remixes of the Phantom of the Opera. <gasps> It was Oh, iconic. I did see that. Okay. Yeah. I sent you a video of that, I think. Oh, okay. So we've already talked about I think, it. No, no, no. Sorry. Not it really. No, ago. not really. I but remember. I didn't know that that was what that was. That was I just saw that it was That was like them coming back DJing. to Broadway, which is such an iconic way to do it. And you know what else? Very like on the, on the pulse. Like that's how you stay open. I'm sorry. Like if you're going to come back like post-pandemic, even though we're not post-pandemic, but if you're like yeah. going to come back post-shutdown on Broadway... And you're a show that's been around for as long as it has, and you yeah. want to be relevant. That's how you make waves. Yeah. You show your uh, you show your 90 year old composer DJing <laughs> remixes to his own show. I love that. 
I love him. Iconic. Me too. I love him too. Anyways, okay. And then the third thing was something else. Uh, oh, yes. I thought we should maybe, maybe, maybe hit on the casting of Ariana Grande. <gasps> and um, Okay, well, do you like it though? Because you like Ariana Grande. And like, I get it. I get it. She started She started in theater. Yeah, but we had to do that after this segment. Oh. We're going to close on that. Okay. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, remind me to talk about that later. Sorry, too. pin in it. Pin in it. We got two pins. Okay, great. Okay. We're going to get to the mirrors on stage superstition. <laughs> um, so it's a bit of a short one. Um, there's a superstition that is considered bad luck to have mirrors on stage during a production. Apparently, having a real mirror on stage has been the scapegoat for productions where all goes wrong. So it is used. So it used to be a well-known belief that you should just avoid having mirror on stage at all costs. Mm. Um, one thinking was that since many believe mirrors are portals to another dim- to other dimensions and especially popular opinion during the spiritualist movement of the early 20th century mm. um, that that could cause um, issues obviously for a production um, or there's the idea of breaking it because that would cause seven years of bad luck which was too much of a risk to bother with um, hmm. the real issue here was actually this is very interesting way less paranormal mirrors are problematic for stage productions, but only because they can interfere with stage lights and the reflection, if a light shines on it wrong, could blind the audience or actors, causing flubbed lines or mishaps on stage. No ghosts, <laughs> Mercedes writes, no ghosts here, no portals, just technical stuff. Which is a great point. I yeah. didn't really like think about that. There's a, now there's like a spray you put on right. mirrors right. in that are on stage. Because right. this must be... Maybe, that was my question. That was like the, the phantom pen. This because, must be like, an older... Yes, I think so. I think because so. I feel like I've seen mirrors. Yeah. I have for sure because the reason I know that you spray, sprayed the thing on is because I yeah, think I'm it was... Yeah, but I'm interested because I'm wondering if it's like a real, an actual mirror or not. What do you mean? The mirror that the Phantom is pulling the cloth oh, off. Oh, maybe not. Like maybe it was just like a frame they built with like a sheet of like literally... Uh, Glass. Like yeah, like, or, or like, or like a... Uh, pl- <laughs> we don't, we can't figure out our words today. No, what is it called? Plexiglass is what I was going to say. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, I worked on, remember I assistant directed a show at... Yes, I do. Of course I do. What was I it do. called? It was good. That was a good freaking show. Yeah. At we, South Coast Rep? Yeah, South, yeah. What was it called? Curve of Departure. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That was good. It's a good show. It was a good show. That was actually show. one of like the better plays I've seen over the past Me couple too. years. Me too. Yeah. And I haven't seen it go other places. Like... Mm-hmm. Other, Wait, who you know? wrote that again? Rachel Bond. Exactly. She's incredible because yeah. she wrote that really good play at yes. La Jolla Playhouse. Did you see the play at La Jolla Playhouse? No, but you told me about it. Oh, it was so good. And yeah, then she's I, great. And then we met her. I know. Well, you knew her. And then, like, yeah, kind of. and then I was like, oh my God, I love you. Yeah, she was great. So yeah, good. we talked to her at the after party. Yeah. Fun. Anyway, um, that Rachel show was Bond good. Plays. Oh, and there was a window. I mean, a, a mirror, mirror on it yes. on stage. And I think they sprayed that stuff and it was like a real mirror but okay, it's so like it's, it's like anti-reflective for, okay like, so yeah whatever. so mercedes is right it's literally just that yeah that's the mm-hmm. issue okay now it is but oh, i'm yeah. sure before they were like right Ooh. yeah okay wig that's really cool um and then oh mercedes actually kind of talks about this uh they wrote uh this is not as common of a superstition today especially due to the popularity of shows like a chorus line oh. where having a mirror on stage yeah. is unavoidable i also think that there's this anti-reflective coating for the glass <laughs> that they can use now, so it's no big deal. Yes, Mercedes. Uh, yes, I agree. I agree. Both oh, agree. We should have uh, read. Should have read further. ahead. See, this is this is the things that we learn uh, reading these scripts live. Um, so Mercedes ends it with, "So have a mirror on stage all you want, and rest assured that you won't be inviting spirits from another dimension into your show, probably." 
Yeah, hopefully. We still don't know. I mean, it Listen, could be both. There's so much we don't know. There's so much we don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, so really quickly before we sign off. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, Cynthia our pins. Rivo, cast as Alphaba. Alphaba. Ariana Grande, cast as Galinda. The good. Uh-huh. Uh, where are we at with this casting? I mean, it's fine. I don't really, I don't really care enough to like be annoyed. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I do. I do. I do know what you mean. Because I think Ariana Grande has a great voice. It's fine. But I just feel like they could. I love Cynthia. Cynthia, obviously, yeah. she's great, a great choice. But the Ariana Grande, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She. I don't think she's a good actor, right? I yeah, mean, I don't no, know. She's she's fine. I I was talking about this. I at, just want a different vibe. I I agree. But here's the thing. The way it will work, the way, like, the, in, my, in my opinion, again, we're not gatekeeping here. In my opinion, I think the only way for that casting to work is if she's willing to abandon all previously established, like, personality and character yeah. that she, right, like, right. The, the persona that Ariana is Ariana Grande. Grande. She has to, dis- which would be good for her for a lot of reasons. One, she needs to switch it up. Uh, and two, <laughs> it would show people how diverse she is as a performer. I believe that she has the talent to do that, but it's whether or not they like the director wants that from her. It totally depends on the project, right? The True. project might want Ariana Grande yeah, uh, the personality. Yeah, yeah. But I what I hope is that she like just like serves us total something different. Yeah, just something totally <laughs> I know, different. Because she is not the same. Like if you're looking at like like Kristen Chenoweth, yeah. She's completely different a completely different type. Right. Right. Exactly. You know? Yep. Like not to say that they can't, that, that a different type, like a different no, again, vibe couldn't do it, but right. I don't know. I know? just feel like that, that, that's, that, like that has to happen. That has to be a guarantee for the film to work, but we don't know what Ariana's going to do, what the director's going director, to do, yeah. like the whole overall production. And so that being said, the reason that the casting bothers me isn't because I'm against it, but is because I just feel like the room for success is very small and the margin for error is very yeah. wide. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. it, it, it is a very small chance of being good. I mean, with her, I think, Cynthia I think Rivo's Cynthia fine. Yeah, she's cool. Like, I like I that. I think she's I great. I like that. Yeah, I just don't know how her voice would sound on Alphaba. I don't know. I don't know oh, enough no, about Cynthia she has a great. I don't know enough about her, honestly. Oh, she, no, I think she'll like, be great. I don't know her music. She's I a great voice. Her. Yeah. I remember she sang, um, what was it at? The award show. That's the only time I've seen her singing. Mm. She's like, yeah, the Oscars, I think, incredible, maybe. amazing. Yeah, I think it was the Oscars. She just has a kind of a classic, like, I don't know. She has a... Yeah, she's like... She a, could definitely like, do it. She has like a big sure. voice, you know. For sure. I love that. Um, But, yeah, I also... Ariana, my biggest pet peeve about Ariana Grande is that she doesn't enunciate. And I know that sounds so stupid, but yes. I've said that since the very beginning about her. Yeah. Like, I listen to a song and I have no idea what she's saying. Like, right. it's fun and it's like, right. uh, it's a bop, but like, I love lyrics Yes, and you're I, a lyric I am a lyric sure. girl, yeah, and I never know what she's saying. And so I'm like, that doesn't do good. That's not good for musical theater. Yeah, but then again, but Broadway girl she's different. Through, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I, I know. You're right. I think I she'll like be fine. Think, I like not... to think that they, they, they want to surprise people with something different. Yeah, They I hope. being Ariana, her, her team, the director, and the Producers, production people. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm kind of excited for it. I, want I like it. We haven't had a good like, musical movie in a minute. Yeah. Like, I mean, and I mean, I mean like classic, like yeah. in the Heights. Good classic. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, no. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Chicago is a, is a, is a classic yeah, musical for sure. movie. Hairspray I mean, kind of is classic. Too. Hairspray is absolutely a classic. Oh my God. People are still talking about the Zac Efron, uh, 
Hairspray is the only thing I refer to it as. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, who are the other guys in... Who, like, who's Fierro? Do they know? Or like other people in the Wicked movie? Um, Chris Pratt is Fierro. Chris Pratt? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, first... <laughs> I'm kidding because he got cast I as went Mario and then he got cast journey. as Garfield. I oh, yeah, I heard that. hate that man. I know you do because I, I went through a journey because at first I thought I pictured Chris Pine. <laughs> Wait, who's the one in Into the Woods? Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Pine. And I was like, oh... He would You're be like, great. Oh, would, like he would. I feel like he'd be. Like I mean, he'd be old, well, maybe. Yeah, but he'd be fine. Like yeah. I like him. And yeah. Wow. And then okay. And then Chris yeah. Pratt. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It's James Corden. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> oh my god. So we don't know. No. It just better know. not be Aaron Tveit. <laughs> no, he's too I'm old. I'm out if it's Aaron Tveit. Terrence you know they could. Terrence you know they thought about. It. You know he was on a short list. You know he'll fucking get it. You know he'll get it. <laughs> no. That's that's actually a very interesting. Like I can see that happening. Yeah. Anyways, I'm excited, and I'm, and I, and, and be good. I'm also excited about the petition that's been going around uh, to keep James Corden out of that movie Shut, because really? everyone was like, "Watch them cast him as like Dr. Dillman." Oh, they would. He's they in every musical movie. Would, and I would, Dr. and I would Dillman. not see the movie because of it. So no, keep keep him out of Wicked, Dr. please. Dillman. <laughs> I can just hear him being like, "Something bad." And oh, I'd be like, James, no. stop. <laughs> can we cast it? Okay, yeah. No, no, I mean, no, I mean, like, can we call up the producers oh, and yeah, say, no, like, we, can we I get be on the team? I have a couple emails we can try. <laughs> 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 okay, amazing. Okay, well, thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this fun, chaotic. Wait, we had another episode. pin. Sorry to, to completely interrupt you. I don't know. You just said put a pin in it. Something about Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, we covered all of it. The last pin was Ariana. The last pin was Ariana. Ariana was no, the last No, I thought there was two. Pin. Okay, anyway, continue. Ignore me. No, 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 no. Can't be ignored. You're right. Can't be ignored. Anyways, thank you everyone so much for listening to this sort of uh, tangential episode, but I hope you enjoyed it. It was a very fun, it's fu- very fun to read about the Savannah, Georgia theater. It sounds mm-hmm. pretty haunted. It sounds yeah, pretty it spooky, does. honestly. Certifiable. It sounds, but it sounds like, honestly, it sounds like, I like how classic classically haunted this place. Feels. Yeah, and not like you're going to die not if you demonic, go there. Yeah, not yeah. spooky. Just kind of like, yeah, there's ghosts here. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm, Give me that any mm-hmm, day of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, thank you all so much for listening. It really, really means a lot. Um, please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and feel free to check out other CT- CTC podcasts. And if you'd like to further support our show, please rate us and leave us a review. And honestly, always whatever helps more than anything is just sending this episode to some friends or family. And finally, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Connective Theater Company. And should you have any spooky stories that you would like to share, and these can be theater related or not, any spooky story, uh, feel free to send them our way at ghostlightctc at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. And don't forget to leave, leave the, the light, light on. on.